It can't be that bad, oh, 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 it can't be that bad. But I do think you can find, I find men, I can, I can tell when a man is good looking. Yeah, same here. Yeah, but I, but, but the idea of having a penis anywhere near me grosses me out. It's terrifying. I think penises objectively are scary. They're, they're like weird looking things. They just make me, I just don't want another one in the room with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Especially because like I use mine as a joke so much. Like I can't have another. You can't have two jokes. I mean, what do you mean you can't have another one in the room with you? Like while exposed? Yes. Like so, yes. My, I'm fine right now because mine is hidden and tucked away. I, and yes, tucked away is exactly how I imagine every man around me is at all times. Like uh-huh. I'm the only one allowed to to be free and comfortable, and yeah. every other man that I pass has to tuck because I'm the only one to be allowed to oh, be the man. Really? So yes. what you mean by other people having to tuck it away. I have to tuck it in between my legs because even underneath my jeans, it's an exposed weapon. I just assume that people are doing that all the time, constantly around me for my peace of mind. Why are you acting like people, guys in the same room are walking around with loaded guns? It's a hidden, it's a hidden penis. I don't know. This is, this is too weird. Even this is me. very weird, but let's, let's circle back. I do want to agree with you. Uh, I am comfortable enough with my sexuality to know when a guy is attractive. Okay. Constantly, I'm saying that guy is good looking, and I don't find them threatening. I'll say it to my girlfriend. Mm, like, do you I got- do find good looking guys threatening? Really? But I do also try to find out like what their flaw is. Like, oh yeah, you're good looking, but mm. like what? What you like work at McDonald's or something? Mm-hmm. And like, I do that too. Yeah, you're good looking, but uh, you're trying to be a photographer. Like, like oh, oh, so that means you're unemployed. I oh, get it. you're good looking, but you're fucking dumb. And that's not a. a, a Thing on Chris Perry, it's a different person. No, no, Chris Perry. We've talked about him before. That he's he, like he's he's the trifecta. He's well, upsetting. He, it's so upsetting that he's good at everything. Not everything. What? What's he not good at? I bet you. I bet you. I could throw a football further than him. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Well, also, but you're taking into your into consideration your guys's background. You know that you've done uh, sports in the past. We don't. I don't think. He's done any sports in the past. No, sir. That that man is not a sportsman. But he can dance. That's how I know he's not a sportsman. Yeah, but if you could dance... Okay, does dance equal strength? Um, Physical no, strength? No, dance equals grace. Oh, mm. grace. Depending on what uh, type of dance you do. No, all kind of dance is graceful, bro. That's what mm, makes dancing dancing. Not crumping. I don't think crumping is graceful. There's a form of grace. The way that they're able to flow from move to move and like tell a story of the, the inner city. I could imagine you doing interpretive dance. I interpretive dance daily. Daily? Every day. Now te- Okay, now tell me the truth. <laughs> when you're by yourself yes. and you know no one's looking, do you ever just dance? Yeah. Like to know music. And make weird noises and like do stuff. Yeah. I will say this one time I was, uh, I was living with a girlfriend and I thought she had left for work. And so I went downstairs and I was playing video games. But um, unbeknownst to me, she had like, she had come home and like walked through the front door like walked behind me while i was playing video games went upstairs and went to the room and the whole time i thought i was by myself so i'm like watching how i met your mother and like playing video games and like singing to the theme song and like bouncing around and then like i went and took a shower and then i like left to go to the store and like set the alarm and then came back and was like unloading stuff in the room and like looked over because something moved in the bed and she was laying in bed and i was like holy fucking shit i was like what are you doing here and she's like i've been here she's like i didn't go to work they called me off and i was like you've been here the whole time she's like yeah i, I even I even heard you singing the How I Met Your Mother theme. And I was like, oh, you, <laughs> you, got you caught, heard that? Man. And she was like, is that what you do when nobody's around? And I was like, 
Yes. Wow. Isn't it incredible that we say with our significant others, we are the most ourselves that we can be. But, but that is a, a whole damn different line. level. There's a whole different level. There's a very special level of like, well, the way you act thinking you're alone. Yes. You know what I mean? It's just like a different way of like, I wouldn't have probably done half. I would probably would have still done those things, but probably just to myself because like I'm doing it for me because I think it's funny or whatever. Yeah. Like knowing that somebody else was in the house, I probably wouldn't have done it as loud. Like, cause I was, I know that day I was loud because I was probably a little and like I was probably in a little bit uh-huh. and like I was playing uh-huh. video games just my day off and shit. So I'm like singing loud and like having a good time. But uh, man, I do think about that. Like how crazy, how crazy to your point is like we think these people know so well and they do and they do. But there is like always going to be one little sliver of person that no one ever sees except for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Because even when we're so comfortable with someone, we have. Uh, a very small amount of a filter up at least we're, like well, to be considerate maybe right you know, i think for me probably because i'm so narcissistic but i think like because I, I still i always want to appear good to the yeah. person especially somebody that i am with i want to appear to be my best i don't want them to know how nerdy or stupid i actually am uh-huh. so like them seeing that is like oh fuck like uh, you weren't supposed to see that yeah that's oh man that's so interesting i'm trying to think of the things that i do when i'm by myself i know i for sure dance in the kitchen you act about the same because the i've seen you like i've seen you've seen me by myself when uh, no one's watching uh, so how do you how can you answer that unless no, you've been I, peeping through my window but i've seen you act like free like you know when someone is just not really thinking or like doesn't have really care in the world they're just being themselves yeah right so i've seen you do that that because we're comfortable with each other and, and you've seen me in like my most comfortable ways which a lot of people haven't seen me yeah right like and, and like i make a point to not let other people see me in certain ways in ways that you have seen me yeah so i can only assume that i've seen you in ways that other people haven't necessarily seen you oh uh, you for fact, sure I, have I, and yeah I, I was gonna say i know pretty pretty well that I, I have but um you know i it's um it's interesting i remember one time in high school when we were doing the musical and uh i was mic'd up and we had the wireless mics on. And usually in between runs, uh, the sound person will turn off the mics. But this time, uh, this sound person did not. And I went to go use the bathroom because I was hydrating myself constantly because I have to sing and whatnot. And so I had to fucking piss like a racehorse. And when I went to take a piss, and I when I came back, everyone in the uh, musical room was looking at me. And I was wondering why. And they're like, Christian, you were pissing so loud and singing at the same time. And I didn't know. You still do that to this day. uh, Singing and pissing? Yeah, absolutely, dude. I have. It's at least like 30 seconds of me standing there. How am I going to fill that time? Like, I only have to allocate a little bit of my focus to not miss the bull. I'm bored other than that. It takes all that. of my focus. It takes all of your focus? Yeah, when you got a fire hose like I got. Oh, really? And then you just uh, you you throw it onto your shoulder after you're done and then coil the it up? Yep. Yeah. Oh, wow. Um, um, I I do find that very funny. But, 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 um, but um, talk about a good day for you, though. Yeah, because, okay, lo- do you agree? The louder the stream... The bigger the pee-pee? So I didn't know that until you and Austin told me about that in high school. I didn't know that was a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, because I ha- I struggle with just not peeing on my own balls because my penis is so small. <laughs> Trickles down from the balls? I just That's my biggest concern. And it just drips down I, I into your inner I, I thighs? I can't even worry about making it loud. I have to worry about keeping my nuts dry. Oh, um, there you go. You got a case of the wet nuts. 
No, I mean, now I have it kind of figured out. I put a piece of paper underneath and just let it. Oh, like a bib. Exactly. Like a bib. Oh, so you do it too? Uh, I have done it before. No, I we've we've talked about this. I, I do like the little like uh, tip of the penis dab with the <laughs> toilet, toilet paper napkin. <laughs> because you don't want the post drip on your nice undies, man. Um, wow, I can't believe any of this is going to be in, but that's more of an uncircumcised move. Then I'm surprised the circumcised guy does the kind of no, stuff. No, I mean, like, it's either I shake for, like, 10 minutes, but I, in society, that's playing with yourself. Yeah. So I don't want to play with myself. I want to just, I want to treat. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry for I what I'm about treat. to say. I want to treat my urethra like oh. a mouth. <laughs> like, after I pee, you want to treat that urethra like a, like a dirty mouth after you've eaten some chili. You want to take the nearest napkin and dab it a little bit because you don't want to be messy for the rest of the day. You, you got to be a clean boy. Oh, my God. Now, to bring it back a little bit. Please, any any amount. <laughs> any amount. Because we've gone so far. Let's bring it back any amount. Um, it's still, it's still relative to the, relevant to the conversation. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be. But um, I don't think that the, uh, the sound of the stream... <laughs> really is correlates with size of penis exactly because there's you have to take into account distance trajectory um how hard you're pushing um because if you let's say if you go when you're not ready and it's just like you know uh trickle here trickle there then it sounds like you got you're not you're packing like a small a small gun but let's say you've been holding it for uh, for hours then you got you got a piece on you buddy right yes do you ever, unless you you get me away from this conversation, I'm gonna keep talking about it because it's highly interesting to me. <laughs> I find myself uh, competing with other people at the urinal, like oh, to bring it back to like if a, if a guy's good looking, if a guy's good looking, and they walks into the bathroom at the same time as me. So let me ask you: if you were out with your girlfriend, yes. let's not use Melissa. Let's say a different girlfriend. Okay, and. Let's say Melissa's your ex, and, she, and all of a sudden you see her there with her new boyfriend. But you guys didn't end on, on bad terms, but so you guys are talking and having a good time. And then you're like, you guys have the four of you have a couple of drinks, and you're yeah. hanging out. And you're like, all right, I'm going to go to the bathroom. And homeboy's like, all right, I'll go with you. Do you take a quick peek to see if if he's bigger than you? Uh, let's see. Many things to take into consideration. <laughs> <laughs> how How tall is the divider that divides the urinal mm. if if there is one at any yeah sure um do i bring it up do i say bring up his penis hey buddy let me see hey, what let me you're take packing a look here. at that <laughs> not necessarily touch it and grab it it's not uh <laughs> oh man and would you feel better knowing that it's smaller or would you feel better like uh, if it was bigger but you can't judge it when it's flaccid, dude. but how scary would it be if even flaccid it was bigger? Oh man, I'd be depressed. I'd probably be sad. I think. But what I if would... that's all? Because you know, showers or growers. Yeah. You never get both. Um, I think this is what I'd say. I'd say if if he was packing something large, I would, I would swallow my pride. I shouldn't use the word swallow <laughs> in this sentence. Um, I would swallow my pride, and my only hope would be if I if I ate pussy better than him, and so I would look at him. I'd be like. Let me see your tongue, buddy. And <laughs> if he has a, and then you bigger... put your dick in his <laughs> mouth, and then and then like 
you do that weird like power shift where you're like, yeah, he may be fucking my girlfriend, but he sucked my dick first. Oh, my right? God. Right? That thing. I know what you're saying. <laughs> I know what you're saying. I was there first, buddy. I was there first. Is that a power move? Fucking your ex-girlfriend's new boyfriend. Um, It's a power move somewhere. It is somewhere. Somewhere it is it's somewhere. a power That's move. A, um, someone's... Someone's gaining power in that move. Yeah, there's definitely a, a dynamic shift happening. <laughs> there's a shift in energy for sure. Oh, yeah. You're not walking. If this is happening in that bathroom, are we saying this is happening in that bathroom? I didn't think so, but apparently it is now. Well, imagine walking out of that bathroom. Let's say, let's say, is this a double date? You wink at him. No, you accidentally ran into them. Accidentally ran into them. Damn. No, that's crazy. That's. Now, is that gay? That's that is. I think that's actually. I think that's legitimately gay. Now, is sexual orientation driven by intent? I think it's action. I think if you have another man's penis in your mouth, oh, it's action. Or your penis in another man's mouth, that is by definition homosexual. How about you? Tri- you, you, you trip and fall. Trip and fall onto a penis. Gravity exists, dude. And you know, it sounds like you're about to admit something to me. Here. <laughs> no, I did. This <laughs> what if I just came out on this episode? What Melissa if I broke so up with shocked. my girlfriend on this episode and I proposed to like to, a, to you? <laughs> I'd marry you for the tax breaks. Oh, for the tax breaks. Yeah. See, now that's not gay, right? Um, I think it's just a desecration of the institution of marriage. Mm. Mm? Something that they fought so hard for when just to find out that marriage sucks. See, now are humans meant to be monogamous? Are we meant to be married? Or does this is this what makes us complex and beautiful beings? The fact that we could strip away our animalistic instincts of trying to spread our seed. And we tell ourselves we spend our life and we share our life with one other person. Is that, is that what makes us different than dogs? Is that what makes us different than cats? Is that what makes us similar to penguins? <laughs> so much to unpack um, <laughs> Please answer my questions I don't even know where to start I guess I would first say no Okay uh, To everything uh, To all of those? But I will say <laughs> Shot down um, I don't know man I, I, I don't know if humans are meant to be monogamous I think humans are just meant to be around during the pregnancy mm. Mm, I think biologically Like our, uh, The The, the the man brain, the man Neanderthal brain, mm-hmm. stops after he he um, spreads his seed, as you said, and then that's when the woman's job starts, right? Okay. And so then the woman is now like trying to keep the man there to, for protection and for like um, to to provide for the child. That's why like their boobs get bigger and their lips get puffier and like um, you know they, they they there's certain biological factors that happen to women when they get pregnant, um, coming from a Man who's never experienced anything like it. Um, so then the man is like, oh, I guess I'll stick around with this girl and bring her the the caribou that I killed. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, now it's 2020. And uh, I, I guess women can kill their own caribou or something. I, I'm not really sure. Oh, yeah. They could be the breadwinners. They could get themselves a job. And I, I could be the house daddy. <sighs> man, this is the craziest episode we've this ever is had. a wild episode but i'm just loving hard as soon as we, not hard but just like intense as soon as we started oh you got hard as no, soon no, as, no, as soon no, as we started no 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 because we're talking about penises and, and you're telling me and you got, urination oh and urination yeah or your nation your nation is my nation your nation's my nation, nation. my nation's your i hate things that have more than four legs
Okay, let's count the things that have more than four legs. <laughs> it's a lot. Any insect. Okay, let's just get the insects out of the way. All of them. Are there any mammals any with more than four? No. Okay. How about uh, crabs? Crabs are crustaceans. Yeah, crustaceans. Do crustaceans I'm okay piss you with off? crustaceans That's because fine. I can eat them. Oh, yeah. You're a big seafood guy. I love crustaceans, man. So delicious. Who wins in a fight? Crab or a lobster? A lobster has bigger hands, bigger mandibles. Really? Gotcha. Okay. Larry the Lobster from SpongeBob, depicted as buff, and I'm pretty sure that means something. He's strong, strong in the wild. Mr. Krabs? Yeah. Mr. Mm, Mr. Krabs is a fat fuck. Exactly. So who would win? He's greedy. Yeah, you're right, Larry. Shut Larry's down, a, a much better person. You ever seen a blue lobster? No. What deep, do you... deep, deep in the Atlantic, lobsters don't see enough sunlight, so they don't actually turn red, or I guess they're more of like a brownish color in the natural, um, so they turn blue. Interesting. So there's something about what the UV rays that the sunlight provides that turns their Correct. shell red? Brownish. Or brownish. It doesn't turn red until after it's cooked, right? And that's why it's thrown get... in a boiling pot of That's how you know they're done cooking. Lobsters and crabs and shrimp, they tell you when they're done cooking because they change color. They're boiled alive, huh? When you, you know, cook that's them? actually the, the most humane way to kill them. To boil them alive? It's instant death. And also, well, here's the other thing you should think about. Lobsters don't have nerve endings, so they don't feel pain. They feel zero pain. They have no nerve endings. Really? They don't have a nervous system. That's This was something I was trying incredible. to explain to a, a, a vegan friend of mine that like, you know, crustaceans don't have nerve endings, so they don't feel pain. Like they don't, they don't feel, they don't like, that's why when a leg gets cut off or something, they can like grow it back. They're not like crying because they lost a leg. It's just. In it, an evolutionary sense, that doesn't, that blows my mind because we were given nerve endings and pain sensories. To notify us, like, oh, this is not good for us, sure. right? Like, uh, this is well, but th but their response was to grow a, a shell. Their response was to grow a hard armor shell and have their bones outside of their body. Okay. So where we have our bones inside our body, we're trying to protect them. You know, the crustaceans have them on the outside. You know, an interesting amount about crustaceans is you have to study them at some point in your life. I you... did take an oceanography class. Ah, oh, you did, and you remember it from that long ago, really? Uh, actually, I remember quite a bit about that class. Um. But uh, no, I just, um, you know, honestly, I like to argue and my last girl was a vegan and so I had to have my facts straight. You had a lot of vegan arguments. I because know that. Because I didn't like it. Uh, you know, I, get... I think I think the only reason you should want to be vegan is if you want to be. But yes. don't be telling me that it's going to save the world because it won't. You don't, you don't like preachy vegans, huh? I don't like preachy anything. Mm, that makes sense. Keep uh, Say your piece. Say what you believe in. But don't shove it down my throat. Yeah, everyone's got a right to say it. But like, if you're wrong, though, I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you where it doesn't make sense. How about when people tell you that you're wrong? Then you're up for the debate. Uh, sure, I, and, I, and I'm and I would like for you to tell me when I'm wrong. I want people to explain to me you how like I'm the wrong, challenge. and I want you to explain the logic to me of how I how to get to your end of the thought mm -hmm. instead of how I get to my end of the thought. Mm -hmm. And then if I let you say your piece. And then you don't let me say my piece. That's when I get frustrated. Otis, Otis does that to me. Really? Where I'll let Otis say his piece, but then when I try to explain my piece, he'll be like, "No, you're just trying to negate what I'm saying." I'm like, no, no, this is how conversations work, Otis. You say your piece, then I say my piece, and then we both like leave it at that. You guys fighting in the same room. You guys forget that I'm there, <laughs> and I'm like, "Hi, I'd like to hang out now, please." I would like. Can you? Can we stop talking about? Uh, the history Anything. of the 17th century that happened, uh, you know, here and there. Like, because I don't care. Let's play some video games all, and just chill. 
Um, happy New Year, guys. Uh, welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of ICBTB's <laughs> Highly Irrelevant. We've spoken for a good 20 minutes, a little bit more. Probably keep all of it in, honestly. We're keeping it all in, dude, because, because I had a good time. 2020 was a crazy year. We'll end it with a crazy episode. Fuck yeah, dude. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, fuck yeah, fuck dude. Yeah, dude. Yeah, fuck yeah, yeah dude. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, fuck, dude. I don't give a, I don't give a, f- I don't give a fuck. Let's talk about 2020. 2020 <laughs> sucked. Yeah. Baby. Sure. Yes. We had January chilling. We just had a good holidays from 2019. Well, you know, Kobe died in January. Ah, so we, we could even start off well. And Australia was on fire. And Australia was on fire. The and the coronavirus koalas. was already going. Yeah. Yes, and we this were... whole year was bullshit. You know what? Mm. But that's not what we're not here to talk about a bullshit year. No, we're about to, we're here to talk about how it can't be that bad. It's yes. So what good came of twenty twenty, Christian? Um, we were uh, we were able to this. That's a difficult question, dude. That's a di- come back to me. It's difficult because I find um, answering that question is a lot of it feels selfish because I think this year was a lot about self growth. I think a lot of people in this in this trying time figured out that like oh yeah as good as community is and as good as like being out with people um at one point or another you have to realize like it doesn't matter you are you are on your own so you got to kind of make yourself better and some people you know struggled with it mentally physically emotionally they broke down they rebuilt themselves they got better some people are in the process you know like i think this was a really big year for self-reflection yep and i think uh, the only way we get that is by being forced to Look at the man in the mirror. Think about what it is that's really getting to us and and growing from that. So as difficult as 2020 was, I am very thankful for it because I know for myself, I've grown significantly. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've learned a lot. I've grown a lot. Um, And, you know, I think um, I think through pain is pleasure. Yes. I think what 2020 gave us was challenge because with normal life. And routine comes complacency, and complacency is is a can be a terrible thing. Is yeah. a terrible thing because with being challenged, you're 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 sharpening your skills. You're thinking of what's going to make me better. And so we've we've witnessed a lot of people, a lot of artists, a lot of creatives start to create because you're just stuck at home. Um, if you can't work, what else are you gonna do to provide yourself some happiness? You gotta, you know, make the best of what you got. Totally. And on on top of that, I think we've we've helped prep the world with this pandemic. The world is more prepared for whatever the next thing is gonna be. We the vaccine it came out really fast for sure, expedited quickly, and I don't blame people that are kind of scared to take it. Because clinically, that's that is almost impossible. Yeah, but, but it's but modern it day and it's science. It's like how much other science is supposed to be impossible. Like, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. We we push that boundary yeah. and we've made it possible. Yeah, that's why I think people are like uh, you know science is always on the cusp of impossibilities, and that's why they're making it real. That's why it's science mm-hmm. and not you know make believe. Mm-hmm. Um, so the next time like a ne- uh, a virus comes. We know that we'll be able to we'll crush it in eight months. Yep, crush it in six months. Well, we'll know how to prep better. We'll know, hopefully, we'll know to anticipate it. Let's say if it if a new virus uh, originates in Iceland, and like, what are we gonna do uh, in America to prevent that 
from coming here? How are we going to stop it from spreading just like the coronavirus did when it came from where it did, right? China. China, yes. A lot of people don't think it's China. A lot of people think it's Europe. Yeah, a lot of people think uh, uh, flat earth is a thing, too. <laughs> a lot of people think that me and you are husband and wife. Uh, who's the wife? You. You think so? Yes. I think the roles would flip every now and then, depending on the situation. Dude. For sure, because I wouldn't want you cooking. Yeah, so you would cook. You wouldn't want me cooking? No. What? Because I know I would cook better than you. You would cook better, but like... So, let's... And I wouldn't want to have to like choke down your overcooked or undercooked chicken. Mm. No, they're perfectly cooked. They're fine. I've made chicken before. Chicken's kind of hard to make because it takes a long time and you, can, you don't want to have Chicken is the only protein that scares me. Because, like, if you undercook it, even just, like, slightly, it can get you kind of sick. But, like, yep. everything else, like, I do like my salmon just a little under. Just a little, yeah, for that, like, texture. And, like, my steak, I like my steak a little mid-rare. Yes, of course. Um, I could do these things for you. Could you, baby? Yes, I fucking could. You come home from a hard day at work. I've always, so, not to get too crazy here, but I've always, I've never had a significant other who, like, does the things that I do. Because, like, the way that I show love, right, is the way that I wish love was reciprocated to me, right? Yeah. And so, like, I show love by, like, taking like taking care of you and, like, cooking things and making things and, like, showing showing you, Acts right? Acts of service, yes. yes. And so, like, I, I, it's hard for me because, like, I've never been with somebody who, like, does the same back for me. And in the rare times, like, I've had one or two people, like, do something for me like that. I'm always like, oh, man, this is horrible. Like, not that the thing is horrible, but, like, the feeling that I'm getting of, like, I feel bad that you're doing this for me. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's so hard for me to accept the love that I want. It's uh, love language is a real thing, and it's uh, this episode is all over all the place. Over the fucking place. Tell me what dude. are your love languages? I think mine are. I I love um, physical touch. Of course, I love physical. touch. I think touch. that's my number two. I think acts of service, then physical touch, then words of we affirmation. We have the same one. We have the same uh, same uh, top two. Then because <laughs> that's why we're together. That's baby. what it is, uh, <laughs> Zaddy. I shouldn't have said that. Should I have said that? I said it, um, but. Uh, we're gonna shake hands for ten minutes again, just, like, like on last week's episode, in, until you like realize that I'm still doing it. <laughs> See how long. Anyways, but yeah, tell um, me about your love languages. So yeah, for sure, uh, physical touch, physical affection gets me Gotta going. Get that dick sucked, huh? Uh, not even just. I just like a good cuddle, dude. I love a good cuddle, but there ain't nothing <laughs> wrong wrong with like a dick tug. <laughs> Everyone likes a little head. Yeah, man. Pull that Laffy Taffy. Uh, Is that what that means? I, uh, go, shake that Laffy Taffy. No, I think Laffy Taffy in that song means butt. But I'm pretty sure, like, you know, it's a tug on a laugh. I've never, I don't know. I came up with it right now. For, do you want me to break down what tugging on Laffy Taffy? No, but uh, no. Let's just get back to your love language. Okay. Um, an acts of service. I've, I've noticed that when Melissa does something for me, uh, I just love it. I I I I'm so appreciative of it. No, no, not a little. No, you're right. That because that's physical. That's physical affirmation. Yes, that's. I mean, that would be a mixture of both, right? That's how. You, that's really gets your serotonin going, then, huh? Oh man, every hormone is just, uh, you know, guns blazing. <laughs> okay, tell me about yours. Um, yes, words of affirmation. Okay. Uh, acts of service and physical touch are my top three. I would say. Mm. Um. I don't like to say that I love you to people. <laughs> you sounded like a robot there. Unless it's the person that like I'm I am in love with. You know what Man, I mean? And that's no, that makes sense. And so like for me, the 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 that part 
of the affirmation is like, you know, words mean a lot to me, mm-hmm. right? Um, because um, because even if you don't mean it, even if you're not intending to say what you're saying, it's still coming out. So like it means something in that moment and yeah. there's something to be dissected and to be understood then and there. Um, and then, and then as far as like acts of service, you know, I always, I always, I'm not super materialistic when it comes to things. I've had, I've had people in the past try to like buy, buy affection. Mm-hmm. Uh, and as cool as that is like that, but that just doesn't get it for me. Like I'm yeah. not the most I, materialistic person. Like I, I can be with cer- certain things, um, because I want to have things that work and do the job properly. Mm-hmm. So, and so I don't like to buy cheap things. Um, but I'm not the most materialistic person in the sense of like, if you got me a knockoff George Foreman grill, I wouldn't be like, this is the shittiest thing ever. As long as it still grills. Yeah, exactly. That makes sense. Well, yeah, no, that's good. Um, is there, I do want to ask you this. When you say I love you to a significant other, oh boy, does that mean that you're in love with that person? Because yes. that, uh, you, you think saying for me loving someone is the same. Let's say loving someone romantically is the same as being in love with someone. Because I've heard different iterations of the two. Like being in love is a mixture of the infatuation. Like I am like madly in love with you as opposed to loving someone is just it could be a deeper love. Like an old married couple. An old married couple doesn't have to necessarily be actively in love. Of course, they've been in love here and there. But like they will always love each other. But <laughs> I don't think an old an old married couple will constantly be in love with each other because they'll want to just you know rip each other's do you throats think, out. Do you think um, Noah and the girl from the Notebook are in Allie. love, and Allie are in love at They're the end? They're in love at the end. Ooh, yeah, yes. So that's my point right there. Mm. The person that you are in love with and that you're meant to be with forever, or or the multiple people that you're meant to be with, you mm-hmm. know, because of the potential part of it um you know i think you stay in love with that person forever it has to be that person that makes that's what it is you make connections with people and you can love people for the rest of your life but you're right sometimes you aren't you're not always going to be in love with with certain people in your lifetime at least that's what i've found yeah um but there will be at least i hope somebody that that you are truly in love with for your entire life yeah and maybe that's the soulmate maybe that's the thing that you know we're told to always be striving for and looking for or maybe that's just the romantic in me that I accidentally showed my hand too much of. But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, whatever. Yeah, dude. I mean, uh, it's to be in love or to even love, it's like it's to be vulnerable. And I think that's probably a reason why you don't like just saying it also. And I appreciate that you don't want to just outright say it because it it keeps the word heavy. You know? I agree. That's exactly, and that's my whole point. Anytime I've ever had to explain to somebody why, like, because I've had close friends who like say that they love me, and like, I've always struggled with it. Um, but like, but I'm able to, but because they're my close friends, and because I can explain myself to them, like, I'm able to be like, no, it's not that I like. I, I do love you. I do have like a love for you. But um, mm-hmm. I, th- those three words means are so powerful. Mm-hmm. Um to me that it's it almost diminishes it it almost diminishes its strength in my mind mm-hmm. um if i just throw it out now let me ask you this 
let's sounds say, bad. I didn't like the way that sounded. No, but, no, no, no. It's not. I yeah. like I said. But you get it, right? I get it. Because like, I don't mean to be like, if I say I love you, then I can't say it to someone else. Like I'm wasting my I love yous. Like there's not a quantifiable amount. No, dude, it's not a coupon. It's not. Yeah, it's not yeah. a dollar bill. I just, I just feel, you know, I want the person who I say that to to understand how important that is. That's why, like, you know, like I don't say this. I don't. I don't say this rarely. So when I say it, it's special. Yeah. It doesn't necessarily mean that when I don't say it, it doesn't apply. Because it will always apply. Of course. But why should I, like, um, why do I need to constantly say, like, I miss you, I miss you, I miss you. If you know that, I miss you, right? Yep. It's applicable to other words outside of love. Like, you don't want to always say it. And that's the other thing is, like, sometimes I can say it without saying, like, I love you. Like, like, have you eaten today? Or, like, uh, are you okay? Like, there's different ways to say I love you. Mm -hmm. Um. And so in those ways, I think I take, I think I show my love in other ways yeah. to, to my friends and, and, you know, to people that I care about. Um, I, yeah, I'm it's pretty a, safe in saying I, that. Well, it's a complex thing, dude. I mean, love is not just about saying it and meaning it. Of course, that's a fraction of it, but it's about actions as well. Totally. Every it's about just like the and feeling reactions. in the room, actions and reactions, dude. We're complex beings. Sure. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to learn, relearn myself, and be myself again, and try and you know, um, get better. It's it's a constant process for anybody. Um, but I think I think one of my biggest difficulties is like going back in my brain and in, in my past, and uh, not just quantifying the things that have happened, but like almost making excuses. Yeah. Right. For for other people or for myself. And like, I, I constantly have to remind myself, I'm like, it almost doesn't even matter if you make an excuse or not. Like, it's already happened and it's over. Yeah. So it's like, you can make the excuse or you can try and quantify why that is or why it happened or, or what you did or what you should have done. But at the end of the day, like, it, it all doesn't matter because it's all already happened. So, you know. Yeah. No, you live you, in the moment. You have a point there. Live in the moment. That's what it comes down to. That's my 2021 motto. Is to live in the moment. It truly is. Well, yeah, because a lot of people have I spent too much of twenty twenty looking back. Looking, looking back. Unless you're looking back in a constructive manner, you don't need to look back at all. I don't know if there is a way to look back in a constructive manner. It, it, and you know, looking back is such a, a pivotal thing for humans. Like for some reason, all throughout humankind, at least from what I've learned, it's always been frowned upon. I mean. In the Bible, they weren't supposed to look back, otherwise they turned into pillars of salt at the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. Mm. And um, I don't think it was Hercules. I think it was Persicles. I don't remember who it was, who went down to Hades to get his girlfriend. Um, uh, what is it? Persephone? Persephone? Per- no, Persephone no, was Hades', Hades wife. wife. I can't think of the guy, the hero who went down to save his wife. And the whole thing was like, you can take her, but don't ever look back at her until you get out of the underworld. And, and he right, looked back right at the before very he end. got out, he wanted to make sure she was there with him. And he oh, turned around to look at her. I know exactly what you're talking and she about. she was taken right back to, to Hades. That's absolutely And um, this idea of looking back has been told to us through millennia. Mm-hmm. That it's that it's the bane of argument. Those who and like even in like those who don't know history are doomed to cond- or like doomed to repeat it. Like it's it's such a reoccurring theme in human life. This idea that we're not supposed to look back yet. I find myself doing it quite a bit. I see a lot of people doing it a lot. I mean, I think as humans, we're so inclined to go back to what we knew was good, because the future is so un un unreadable. Yeah. It's it's unpredictable, dude. That's I don't know why I couldn't think of that. Unreadable. It made sense though. It Thanks. made sense. If it's um, not there, you can't grab it. If, if it ain't there, you can't grab it. Out of sight, out of mind. But it's be, how can you escape your own mind, right? Like we're 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 saying meditation. 
Mm, good point. Good point. Uh, that's the only answer I found. Because believe me, I've looked in a bunch of different places, and mm-hmm. it's not at the bottom of a beer can. It's not at the bottom of a beer a bottle of beer. It's not in a beer brewery. It's not at beer. a fucking brew house. The answer's not beer. It's not alcohol. But it might be whiskey. Maybe a good whiskey. I'm worth. It's worth trying. No, I'm just kidding, guys. <laughs> Honestly, answers are found within. Yes, absolutely. Uh, it's. I've told you that. I've learned to appreciate my mistakes. Like I will acknowledge my faults great. right there and then. I will I will wince at the pain for a second, but I will acknowledge it. I will learn from the mistake and move on. And that's helped so much with my being being the guy that I am, the type of person that is a people pleaser, that is a host, uh, that wants to make people happy, that is a nice guy. I do have like bottled up frustrations that do come out whenever like the smallest thing uh, bad happens in my daily life. Sure. And I've learned to just, you know, and I would like have uh, blow ups or tantrums by myself, of course, when no one's looking. Uh, but to even help with that, I'll acknowledge like, okay, I fucked up once. I don't let this ruin your day. Learn from it. How am I going to do? How am I going to be better next time? How am I going to be a better person tomorrow? Right. And I think that's growth. That's it. That's, that's everything we're talking about. I agree. I, for me, my growth, I'm trying to measure it in like understanding my place. You know, I think one of the things that I drive for, I strive for in my life is just, I want to be remembered. Mm. I want people to think back and have fond memories of me. Um, And so I want to just know that I had like an impact on people's lives. So there's people in my past who've who've I've lost touch with or who have moved on or who have gone to different places. And like, um, I wonder, like, you know, like I've learned lessons from you and I wonder what lessons you've learned from me. And and sometimes I wish I could reach out to people and just be like and just be that frank. You know, you can't often be that frank with certain people. And sometimes I want to reach out to old friends or something and be like, um, you know, like you taught me a lot, but like. Did I, did I teach you anything? I, and that's such a narcissistic way of being like, tell me I did something so I can feel good about it. But truly, I think that is what's something that like, that, that, that I think about quite a bit is like, I mean, I just want to have an impact, you know? Oh, absolutely. You, I don't think anyone wants to be forgotten. I think we all want to leave behind some sort of legacy because life here is so limited. We can't take the things here that we die with up into whatever the fuck is after life yeah, I, right? I mean, even physically you physically cannot take it with physically you. cannot take yeah. i can't so at the least a, it's that i can't put the newest iphone in my pocket and die although and when i when i do die i want you to make sure that i have a deck of cards with me when they cremate my body what makes you think you're gonna die before me uh well based on the way that i live mm. i cannot drive 55 uh, and I cannot drive because I'm Asian. <laughs> and honestly, I have a higher chance of getting into a car accident than you do. But um, to divert this, uh, because this is... That's <laughs> that took a, a weird turn, but yeah. Uh, not, it's it's a necessary turn. Like, I think it, it feels good to talk about this stuff. Um, it's a good way to start the year. Yeah, great way. Self-reflection. I have a book here by my feet that I wanted to read on air. Yes, I want to... Uh, Show the baddies what it is. Read the title. I found this book in um, Christian's hallway. It's called The Secret Language of Birthdays. Um, It's written by Gary Goldschneider and Jost Elfers. Um, They must be European. Um, I've... Our, my family's has have had has had this book for 
over a decade easily and it's just become one of those books on the shelves that become invisible just part of the background so i haven't opened that in easily over a decade but let's see what your birthday says about you well Alejandro. i want to read yours first oh you're gonna read mine to me okay yes let's hear it june 30th mm, can i guess is this uh so this is horoscopic i'm i'm assuming <laughs> i don't know if that's a word but yeah <laughs> is it not if microscopic is a word so it looks like they um they tell you what your sign is. They can tell you uh, other people who were born on this day. Um, and just a couple of fun facts. Would you like, um, let me read you just, it looks like this right page has some fun stuff. So your numbers, sir, Let's being born on the June June 30th. You remember it. Thank you. It says those born on the 30th of the month are ruled by the number three. You're kidding. Three plus zero equals three. By the planet Jupiter, those ruled by the number three tend to rise to the highest positions in their sphere, and June 30th people are no exception. Those ruled by the number three also love their independence. Jupiter lends an optimistic and expansive social outlook to June 30th people, if only they can release its energy. The added influence of the moon, ruler of cancer, grants strength of character and also moral courage. So that's how the planets and the numbers align with you. I'm I like numerology. I think numbers do have powers. The number three is a very strong number. It's um, a strong number to me for sure. And it, I want and as soon as I said that, you kind of lit up. Why why is that? Because everything, everything that is applicable in my life has to do with the number three. Most things. I always divide things in my brain by threes. My birthday easily, June 30th, uh, 30 is divisible by three. June is the sixth <laughs> month of the year divisible by three. My name starts with the letter C, which is the third letter in the alphabet. My name is nine letters long, which is divisible by three. Wow, look and at I you. never knew it had that much meaning, and I've never really been into horoscopes or astrology of any sort. Like uh, It's it cool is. that people are into it and whatnot, but I never really believed in it. But that's, that's really cool. That that's applicable. It's, it's to me. hitting you, huh? Yeah. Let's uh, let's see what else I can hit you with. Um, okay. Here's something that I disagree with. Knowing you, it says that your strengths are money wise, motivated, and technically proficient, but your weaknesses are that you're moody, repressed, and negative. Mm -mm. I don't believe that you're moody, repressed, or negative. No, none of those. So you know they can't hit home run every time. Nope, nope, nope. As far as tarot cards, you're familiar with tarot cards? Yes, sir. Uh, it was a French game uh, made in France based uh, – you're supposed to play – it was a card game originally, mm. and now people can tell your future from it or something. Tarot cards, guys, not tarot or taro, the shit that you get from uh, boba shops, but to move on. I didn't know that was even a thing. The third card of the major arcana is the Empress, symbolizing creative intelligence. She is the perfect woman, the ultra-feminine, the Mother Earth nurturer, and whose dreams are made real. Our hopes and aspirations are embodied in the Empress. The Empress represents positive traits of charm, grace, and unconditional love, and the negative traits of vanity, affection, as well as intolerance for imperfection. How do you feel about that? Intolerance for imperfection. That I, I, that I think is pretty true. I kind of vibe with that. Yeah. I've definitely developed a perfectionist 
aspect to me in the late years you are you are kind of vain like with your hair and like i do see it sometimes you don't you're yes. not as vain as myself i think mine comes out in different ways i think My we're vanity performers comes out in different and so ways. we're van we're, yes, we're, we have vanity um the fact that you have the empress is an interesting card that's yeah. that's that's funny and then uh, health and advice and then we'll leave it at that uh, actually they have a meditation here so maybe you can take this with you if ever you do meditations uh health June 30th people are fat as fuck and gross. They shouldn't live on this planet. I'm sorry, that's not what it says. <clears throat> June 30th people must beware of hypochondria based on a host of minor complaints. Upsets of the digestive system, lungs, and psyche are most common. As far as diet is concerned, those born on this day must beware of the tendency not to eat during times of depression. If possible, some June 30th people will only eat food cooked by someone they love and trust. They should, of course, know how to cook themselves and at the same time treat themselves a bit more gently. Moderate exercise, such as walking or swimming, is recommended for those born on this day. Mm, interesting. Okay. Here's what I have to say to that. Um, this is my favorite part of the episode. I will learn how to cook. Dude, I could teach you. It's honestly not hard. It just takes... You're going to make some gross things before you make some good oh, things. Oh, for sure. Yeah. yeah. And I'll probably still eat it. Um, you have to. Let's see. It says that I like to eat food Cooked that... by the people you love or trust. Yes. And I, trust. I love and trust my mother and she makes me a lot of food, but there have been a handful of times where I'm like, I'm not eating that. And I think it's just the... Because you don't trust the cook. No, I don't trust the culture of the food. Whoa. I'm sorry. That's a jab at my own culture. I mean, there's a lot of Filipino foods where I'm just like, that looks like poop. An alien. Why would I eat that? You know, a duck fetus? Get get that away from me. Um, Let's see. Um, It says problematic in terms of the lungs. Digestive system, lungs, and psyche. There we go. I don't think, I think my psyche is pretty much intact. I think I have a pretty good a strong brain. head on my shoulders. But I know you don't shit sometimes three days in a row. That's exactly what I want to touch up on. My digestive system has Fucked. been very spotty lately. It's not your fault. No, it's it's the day I it's was the born. the day you were born. My mom should have held me in a little bit longer before pushing me out. Uh, June 29th, people don't have that problem. See, God damn it. She should have either. You know, just got me you out. out early or sucked you in. Yep, June 30 was not the day. I got some advice for you. What's up? Learn to like yourself more. See what you can do for others. Channel your aggressions into creative pursuits if possible. Uncover your fears on them. Do, don't allow yourself to retreat into a shell. Uh, that doesn't really vibe with me. I, I feel like those are very general that you could say that to almost anyone. For sure. That's like, good advice for anybody. Yeah. I, I don't think that's specific to June 30 babies. Meditation. Yeah. That's what I need to hear because I don't really meditate. And this is going to take you some time to figure out. So I don't expect you to understand this right off the bat. Okay. First man learned to stand. Then he learned to sit. Then he learned to sit. So... First man learned to stand. Then he learned to sit. This is what I get from it. Work hard now, rest later. Oh, okay. I don't know. I'm stupid. I'm also I'm also a, a fucking dummy. So <laughs> No, I think that makes sense. I think for me what it says is like um, you know, first you got you got standing is harder than sitting. Mm -hmm. Right? So first you got to learn how to do the difficult thing before you can learn how to do the easy thing, see, which is kind of like what you said. That's how I was thinking about it. Um, or let's see, standing requires more balance and stability. 
and then sitting down is more free. Which I guess in the same sense is similar to what we just said. <laughs> That's exactly what we just said. <laughs> I'm just rephrasing things. Okay, let's hear yours. So, August 9th. August 9th. <clears throat> Numbers and planets. Those born on the 9th of the month ruled by the number 9 and the planet Mars. The number 9 is powerful and its influence on other numbers. Any number added to 9 yields the number. For example, 5 plus 9 equals 14. 4 plus 1 equals 5. Mm -hmm. uh, any number multiplied by 9 yields a 9. For example, 9 times 5 is 45. 4 plus 5 is 9. Uh, and August 9th people are similarly able to influence those around them. The planet Mars is a forceful and aggressive planet. This embodies the male energy. Thus, August 9 women may seem sometimes to be a bit too pushy, and August 9 men overly aggressive. How do you feel about that stuff so far? Hmm. Overly aggressive? Hmm. You overly aggressive? There have aggressive? been times. There have been times. <laughs> Don't act like there hasn't. <laughs> do you see me laughing? That means I'm agreeing. <laughs> oh, is that what that means? How yeah. about I tell you what that means? <laughs> whoa, 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 dude. Tone it down. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I'm overly aggressive. You're trying to be... Uh, calm? passive no, and calm really aggressive i would never no i get a very uh interested in things and very in in, in enhanced by the feelings that mm -hmm. i get from stuff so of course i want to do it and do it right and do it the best of course um and i guess that could come off as aggression yeah. yeah um and your reactions to certain things i could say like are bigger than other people's uh yeah for sure i i completely agree with that mm -hmm. you are more prone to like screaming from bewilderment like if i were to say something silly you'd be you were you were quicker than others to stand up take off your hat and yell what and it doesn't matter if we're in a coffee shop <laughs> you'll do it i gotta so have i get the, it i gotta have attention aggressive okay next tarot and i will say this card that it says that i am i've had two people tell me that this is my card okay so it lines up pretty well the ninth card of the Major Arcana is the Hermit, who walks carrying a lantern and a stick. He represents meditation, isolation, and silence. The card signifies crystallized wisdom and ultimate discipline. The Hermit is a taskmaster who's conscious, who's conscious to keep others on their own path. The positive side of this card is the stick-to-itiveness, purposeful and profoundity, and concentration. The negative meanings the negative meanings include dogmatism, intolerance, mistrust, discouragement. August nine people should learn from it the value of withdrawal from the world and periodic examinations of their values. Hmm. Sure, totally. I think this is the first year in my life where I definitely withdrawed from a lot of people and withdrew from a lot of things in an attempt to learn about myself and and I like to think that I've come to grow and learn some stuff about myself by taking that moment. To yeah, step back. Yeah. You you have like other than myself and a select few others, you have isolated yourself from people that you would usually see. But yeah. it's, but uh to agree with that, you have taken that time to grow and work on yourself. Health. Okay, let's hear it. Whew. As they so as they are so often involved in group endeavors, August nine people generally have structured lives conductive to regular habits. I'm a sucker for habits. Unfortunately, oh boy, 
Many August 9 people show more interest and concern for the health of others than they do of their own well-being. Show more interest and concern? Yeah, that's... For others than your own. That's actually, mm. that's actually really true. Yeah, you'll tell, you'll, tell me, you'll tell me to stop doing something, to like, don't eat that fried chicken, and then you'll take it and probably eat it for yourself. I think got to make sure you don't eat it. <laughs> if they would only listen to their own advice concerning necessary nutrients, exercise, and regular rest, they would remain extremely healthy. Mm. How are you Be- feeling right now, dude? <clears throat> this, is, this is hitting it? Because of their disregard for their own fitness, however, they must be periodically reminded by their mates, family, or friends to take better care of themselves. Uh, nice. Flipped it back on you, bitch. So uh, it's your fault. I tell you all the time. You do. Don't tell me what to do. The other day, <laughs> we were driving back from downtown, and you were like, I think I want a McFlurry. And I was like, okay, you want me to bring you there? And you tried to get me to get a McFlurry with you. <laughs> and you were so close. You were so... Listen to that laugh. You sound evil. Why do you want to... Don't give me a McFlurry. I don't need 2,000 calories in one shake. My strengths are that I'm structured, altruistic, and thoughtful. But my weaknesses, I'm righteous, authoritarian, and prodding. I, I actually don't disagree with any of them. That's that's all hitting it. Like I said, you have great intent. And sometimes uh, the way you go about it, though, is very righteous and, or and authoritative. Yep. And that's <laughs> this book. Am it's I hidden. into horoscopes? It's I think we are, actually. I think we are. <laughs> Am I into astrology now? Advice. Okay. And then we'll, we'll, we'll wrap this baby up. Would you believe to be true for the welfare of others is not always for the best? Remember, the power your words have to control and to hurt. Therefore, beware of undue influence on the lives of others. Learn to listen carefully. This meditation is something that I will probably forget by the time I close this book. Take a picture. Some people do their best work while sleeping. Actually, I'm going to probably remember that because that's... I sleep quite a bit. You're going to feel less guilty about yeah. like sleeping before doing Some shit. Some people do their best work while sleeping. Oh, that's a nice note to end it on. This was very uh, interesting. Wow. I'm glad that you took that off of the shelf. For the such hallway. a silly thing that I thought was going to be two minutes of jokes turned into about 20 minutes of life opening, awe-inspiring moments. Yeah. The, a lot of self-realization within this text. I didn't even realize... Wow. What else is on my shelf in the hallway? Personology, guys. Check it out. Um, this week, we watched a very fun film that I've been wanting to do for a long, long time. So funny. Uh, a secret little 1994 film starring all of your favorite people in a movie you've never heard of called... Airheads. Um, is it single, singular? Airhead? Airheads. Multiple, right? Because there's three of them. I think there's a multiple, but that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We know from the movie that multiple people doesn't change. There are change three airheads, the plural. yes. Uh, because uh, we'll get to it. We'll get to Guys, it. Guys, it's a funny movie. Check it out. Um, were you able to find it streaming anywhere? No. So you'll have to do a little bit of digging. I have a DVD, so if you want it, you can try and convince me uh, to borrow it for a little while. But, but I do you'll think you'll probably you should watch say it. no because that's valuable, dude. It is my only copy, and I do love this film. Um, it's it's great. It was my first time seeing it, and I'm so, upset that I'm I haven't so watched excited. it earlier. I'm so excited to get your take on it. Oh, God. It's incredible. Can you take on it? 
I think I could take on it. Take on it. Take on it. You have uh, take someone you want to shout out real it. quick? Oh, actually, I do. Um, so I uh, I like to do magic, and I enjoy following different magic pages on Instagram. There's a gentleman who recently started following me, and I follow him. Not that that makes a difference on shoutouts, but uh, his page is called Card Magic by Jason. He needs no help from me because he is uh, has over 10,000 followers, but I do <laughs> love his page. Because if you're interested in uh, just like looking or watching magic, uh, he does incredible card manipulation. Uh, he also does card giveaways once a week. So if you're a nerd like me who's into giving away cards, he gives away cards once a week. Um, so go ahead and check him out at Card Magic by Jason, all one word T A R D M A G I C B U I J S O N. Card Magic by Jason. Check it out, guys. Magic's cool. It's not just for nerds. He did show me just a magic trick, a new magic trick right before this episode, and it was dope. Thank you. I appreciate that. I've been working hard on trying to up my magic. Well, it was good and smooth, my friend. I'm so lonely. Um, well, for the times when the world opens back up and you won't be as lonely, that trick will be a good party trick. I think I want to go to hospitals and do it for kids. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, and you can come with me and sing for them. I, that's not a bad idea. I would love to. 2021. We'll 2021. do it. 2021. All right. You heard it here first, kids. ICBTV. Going Signing to hospitals. Out. Oh. Oh. That We need like a little sign-up phrase. Okay. ICBTV. Going to hospitals. Every time? <laughs> I don't think Every so. single That's time? I don't know. Okay. We're <laughs> we'll out of here. On it. We'll work on it, guys. All right. But, uh, bye, guys. We're going to go to a hospital. <laughs> Can't be that bad.